Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Oh, it is a, it's a cold one. It's that uh, wonderful time of year where the weather tricks you. Um, where it'll be nearly 70 degrees one day, and then the next day it never breaks 40. And um, you look at the uh, little numbers on your iPhone, and it tells you that it's going to be 37 degrees, and you're like, no, 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 no. Obviously, my memory of yesterday is more valid than this uh, weather device that I hold in my hand that is rather accurate within five degrees at least. No. My memory of that I could wear a t-shirt yesterday is definitely going to hold out over this fucking supercomputer I keep in my pocket. So you, you forego the uh, coat and you're like, I'll just wear a light jacket. That'll be just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not just fine. I've made a terrible mistake. Anyway, um, this Monday's episode, I think there is an 80% chance less, 80% less chance that I will be fighting vomiting. So there's that. That's good. That's good. Um, and this. This last weekend was uh, Mike's No Mike Open Mic. And... I walked in. Um, I'd been talking the uh, our liaison to the Eagles Airy number 503 is uh, Chris Rao. Um, not the Chris Rao you all know and love from the Delusional Loners podcast, but his father, um, here to, to be known... Here... Uh, the, the, uh, to be known as Big Chris uh, further on but Big Chris um, had talked to us about them being interested in building a stage and we're, I was like oh cool yeah yeah I just kind of put that in the back of my mind um, didn't really think on it and I walk in and bada boom there is a fucking stage in the corner of the room and uh, it's it's about a little over a foot high it's uh, plywood, or, uh, particle, mm, particle board? No. It's ply, it's not single, it's not single sheet plywood, it's like that composite plywood, thank you. Um, thank you? Who am I thanking? My, my own memory. Anyway. Uh, it's about inch thick plywood, and it's fucking solid. Uh, you can, you, it's not rickety, you can fucking jump around on there. Um, it's definitely going to be able to, I mean, it serves our purposes perfectly, but it's obvious, it's going, just looking at it, I can tell that you can put a, uh, like, two to four piece band on there pretty comfortably. Um, it's a great thing, and, uh, there is a picture of it on the Mike Snow Mike Open Mic Facebook page. Um, you can do some of that, their internet sleuthing to find that out. Um... Facebook tends to have fairly good SEO, so if you search Mike's No Mike Open Mic, you should find the YouTube channel and uh, the Facebook page pretty easily. And you can see the picture of the uh, stage. And 
I was floored. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is real now. Like, we were just friends fucking around in the basement of a club up until last night in my head. Like, I was just having fun doing my thing in my head. And like, granted, I took it seriously because I take things seriously when I care about them, but it was still just fucking around. But the, the stage just made everything seem so much more real. And it was real cool um, to have. And, yeah, it was, it's nuts. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing what a foot, like, a, a foot elevation can do to make you seem more legitimate. But uh, the floor, the stage isn't done. It's going to be finished with a uh, hardwood covering. And um, then that shit is going to be the best. It's I'm so excited. It is... It changed the whole dynamic of the room. Um, it lent itself to more... Uh, to easier seating. Like, because we lay the chairs out every time. And it just... It, it was it was great. And uh, it made me happy that we had it there. Because uh, Andrew Smith... Um, of the Delusional Loners podcast, his family came to see him perform for the first time, and it, it was great. And uh, I don't know if Andrew listens to this podcast, but I was thinking to myself the other day, like, we've got a lot of funny people that come there, but out of the people from this area, and Andrew isn't really from this area, but he goes to the local college. But out of the people that, like, started in the very beginning at the open mics, um, Andrew, I think, is the most ready to start doing real stand-up. Air quotes. That was, that was air quotes. To start, like, if, if Andrew hit a city and started doing stand-up every night, I think it would be less than a year's time before he's doing paid gigs. Um, consistently. Uh, he has, like, we, we, I'm impressed by a lot of the people we get there. Um, a lot of the people we get there. But Andrew is another animal, and I, I've talked, I've talked about this before, but, um, he's really got the spark. He's got the, the energy is spot on, it, it's... He can retell jokes, and I think they are funny every single time he tells them. Um, he's got he's got something, and is it's really great. But I told you about my mom to tell you about this. I've talked about cheesy bread on this podcast before, I feel, but in case you missed it, cheesy bread is an event that I am frequently invited to after oh, the open mics. And um, I always, always decline, and somewhat adamantly, because when the first time I was invited to Cheesy Bread, I was like, oh, sure, yeah, well, where are we talking? And as it turns out, they're heading uh, a 45-minute drive to go have mozzarella cheese on dough. Well, it's not dough, it's cooked, so it's on bread. And when it is midnight, I'm always like, fuck you. 
uh, that's, it's not worth, I, I don't want to be up that late, I'm, no, I'm not gonna go, and I would frequently get, oh, it's pretty fun, and then, I kind of took this stance of, no, I'm not doing cheesy bread, I am anti-cheesy bread, and the more I pushed away, the more adamant people would, people around me, and I am talking about everyone around me, I had no one on my side other than my lovely partner, Aislinn. Um, and even she... Oh, well, I'll get to that. I was just like, no. It is not fucking... No combination of cheese and bread is worth a th- hour and a half round trip. And that's just driving at midnight. I'm sorry. that's It's not worth my time. And... What became infuriating was people would... Because I knew what they were saying is, it's fun to go hang out with your friends. That is undeniably true. But I would always counter with, yeah, but I can do that a lot closer to my house and have just as much fun. Which I also hold to be true. But there, the, the emphasis was always, when, it's so, when I would be like, no, it's not, I don't want to do that, it's not worth my time, the emphasis was absolutely, every single time, put on the, bre- the, the, the edible itself. It was like, no, you, you don't know, man. This cheese and bread, he orders it like special, man. They put like a lot of cheese on it. And so that's, that's where you, that's the information you need to know. Um, poorly argued the messiah of cheese and bread I have been like like as though a donkey no not gonna do it and um, Aislinn had kind of thrown out the idea of actually going one of these times because it would blow their fucking minds and I got it in my head well you know what fuck it fuck it I'm gonna do this and prove to them that I'm right. So I tell them before the show starts, I'm like, I am doing cheesy bread tonight, and it. I got far more of a reaction than I than I expected. We uh, grand total like eleven people ended up going just to like witness me. Air quotes be wrong about cheesy bread. Um, so ah, oh, pretty close to work. Fuck, because. I've got a tale to tell. A a yarn to spin. It's about midnight when the show's over. And uh, we decide that um, we're going to go home. We're going to get some supplies. Meet at Bill's house. And he's going to drive us. So we do that. Uh, We get to Bill's house. I'm pretty tired. I've got a headache. I'm coming down from from drinking. And... um, Bill's like, we're going to Nori, and just all you need to know about Nori is it's about 20 minutes laterally to the town we're ending up, so I'm like, why are we going to Nori? Because we're meeting at so-and-so's house. I was like, why can't we meet in the town we're going to, since our car was full, and he's like, I don't know, that's just what they told me to do, and um, that is what a follower does, Bill, not a leader. Anyway... I was too tired and tip and still kind of drunk. So we go, 20 minutes laterally, 
we park in front of their house. They're like, okay, so we're going to go. And then we go to the town we were going to end up in. Ah, anyway, so we go to the town we're going to end up in. Um, and Bill's like, where are you guys? They're like, we're at this bar. It is 10 minutes to 2 a.m. The bar is going to be closed in 10 minutes. And I'm like, why are we going to the bar? The pizza place is only open for another hour. And Bill's like, I don't know. That's just what they told me. Follower. So we walk in. I have spent the last hour or so half asleep with a headache in the back of a car. I walk into the bar and I am like visibly unhappy. (laughs) And they're just there's a really loud band playing there's 10 minutes to go so i know that we we this is just a detour yet another detour um and i come in and one of the guys who's like whose mission they've they've made it their mission for me to enjoy this is like hey can i get you a drink and i look him dead in the eyes and say loud enough over the band, I just go, no. (laughs) Uh, Maybe a little harsher than I needed to. And he's like, oh, I was, I was going to buy you a a beer. I was like, I don't want one. (laughs) And because it would not be wise. I was very sleepy as is, put a beer in me. It it just wouldn't, no. So, then we end up driving, we're like, okay, so we fuck around outside for way too long, in my opinion. They make the call to order it, turns out we're going to go to one of the people's houses and um, eat it there. So we start a a car chain to get there. Um, Bill is following someone who is following someone. Um, turns out the person we're following gets lost, and we don't realize it until it's too late, until we followed some tracker, uh, or some jeep to their driveway, and it's no one we know, and so it is after 2 a.m. at this point, I, I got it, I'm, uh, the experience is, while not unexpected, not going well, uh, there, some phone calls are made, about 10, 15 more minutes, we get to where we're going. And then the cheesy bread itself arrives very shortly after, and it's all laid out, and it is it is presented to us, and people, people are quite literally watching with bated breath as I take a bite into what is, I can, all I, I it is a bunch of mozzarella cheese on bread. It tastes exactly like I expect it to, which is good, but it is not magical. It is simply mozzarella cheese on bread. And one thing I wasn't expecting, uh, they do order marinara sauce with hot sauce mixed in. That was, that was better than I expected it to be. But, and they, they're like, well, how is it? I'm like, it's cheese on bread. It's exactly how I expected it to be. And 
they're talking like, oh, this, you know, this wasn't a, a real cheesy bread. You know, next time, next time you do it, we won't be so rushed, and you'll be able to hang out at the bar and you know get a few drinks. And I mean, I get it. Anything's fun if you get drunk first. But and but hanging out and talking to them was fun. That was a fun thing. But it was pretty much exactly what I expected. And I'm also not big into hanging out at bars. Like, it's it's more of a cost-effective thing to me and a time. Uh, I could get a six-pack and be having cheesy bread way faster than if we go hang out at a bar for an hour. And then we have to, like, are we too drunk to get there? It's just, it, to me... A key element of cheesy bread appears to be getting drunk first, and that is not some. I would rather be drinking during, uh, just for the efficiency of time and hanging out and money. So we end up getting home all said and done around 4 a.m. I have to get up at 7:30 to pick my child up from the sitter. I had three hours of sleep that night and um, spent the entirety of Sunday cursing cheesy bread. Oh, and guess what? Constipation is a factor of cheesy bread. Just so you know. You probably assumed. But Asa and I, we, we talked about it and we agreed that we will go again because it was... It has potential to be a good time. But... Never after 10 p.m. If it is offered before 10 p.m., we will consider it depending on how we feel. But it is not the magical event. Don't believe the hype. Cheesy bread is not the magical event it is portrayed to be. Not to the point where it can be thoroughly enjoyed at when it starts at midnight. Especially when the organization is... Not that is not a word I would use to describe the process that involved me getting cheese and bread in me. There was a lot of what are we doing? I don't know. So, cheesy bread. Final verdict is uh, it was as delicious as I expected it to be, which was quite. But it was nothing magical. It was nothing super special. Um, the specialness comes from the people you hang out with, which I still posit you could hang out with them anywhere, and it would be equally fun and special. Might I recommend the Hidden Oasis Hookah Lounge um, next time, fellas. Anyway, this has been Jeff in Motion. That has been my final verdict on cheesy bread. Um, I will do it again, but never that late in the day ever again. Fuck that. Have a good week.